Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. I never drive during rush hour. Yeah, no, that's smart. Today was insane. I had to be at a doctor, you know, my middle finger. I see I'm it. holding up. Uh, was injured, and and uh, and so I had to go back to the doctor after getting a, a shot of you know cortisone in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, I would have used my middle finger a lot. Today. Yeah, but yeah. if it weren't so compromised, yeah, right, I know. But I mean, the guy behind me constantly was was basically looking at his phone and like would quickly stop short from just hitting me like almost six or seven times. Yeah. Yeah, no, rush hour in the city here is just the worst. That's why I come in so early. I avoid it all. Yeah, and all I completely. do the opposite. I come in late well, to avoid yeah. you and the Yeah, no, tra- it really, it's really shortened short the amount of time we have to see each other. Yeah. That's true. And this I, is one of those. I, I want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want to do something right off the top here. Let me play this for you. Yeah, come on. All right. Yeah, come on. Right, how many late nights did I listen to this record? Here we go. I just got goosebumps. Listen to that guitar. 1967. This is uh, When the Music's Over, the last song on their record, Strange Days, which this week is celebrating its 50th birthday. It came out 50 years ago this week. 1967 was not a bad year for music. <laughs> Number one year for me. Yeah, I mean, we, we got Sgt. Pepper's, and not not to mention the fact that they, the Beatles also released Magical Mystery Tour later in the year. When the music's over When the music's over I wanted to know what NPR did about the Doors back in the day, if they did anything. And the earliest report I could find was actually Jim Morrison's obit from 1971 on All Things Considered. We live, we die, and death not ends it. Journey we more into the nightmare. Cling to life, our passion flower. Those words were written by Jim Morrison, lead singer for a rock group, The Doors. He died in Paris last Saturday. Morrison's personal manager said that death was of natural causes related to a heart ailment. His funeral last Wednesday was attended by only a few close friends. The initial news of the death and funeral was kept quiet because those who knew him intimately and loved him as a person wanted to avoid all the notoriety and circus-like atmosphere that surrounded the deaths of such other rock personalities as Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. Uh, that obit from nineteen from July nineteen seventy one. Uh, all things considered, it just started too. Yeah. I mean, we, all things considered, I didn't barely listen back then. <laughs> been around, yeah. nobody really knew about it. But you got anything that's uh, that's going to be memorable fifty years from now? <laughs> fifty wow, years from that now, amazing? that's a pretty high bar. I, I have one that I I suppose uh, you could say borrows the um, the love of experimenting with sounds 
you could say, from that period and, and the Doors. Chad Van Galen, uh, he's a singer, multi-instrumentalist from uh, Canada, from Alberta. We've had him on the show off and on over the years, going all the, way, all the way back to his first record in 2004 to the most recent one in 2014. And uh, he's back with a new record now called Light Information. And one thing that you can always count on with Chad Van Galen's music is that his albums are filled with just the most arresting sounds, just these little sonic curiosities. It's the kind of music that gets your attention, right? No matter what you're doing, you stop and you're like, what is this I'm listening to? Um, So listen to this song from Chad Van Galen. It's called Static Shape. Uh, It's a song he recorded with his two young daughters. And I'm curious if you can make out all the sounds that he uses in this one.
and a two, <laughs> and a three, and a four. Wow. It sounded like a cassette at the end, right? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of uh, tape manip- manipulation in this song, a lot of distortion, obviously. There was something that reminded me of this Corner Shop song that's driving me crazy, uh, Brimful of Asha. Very fun. Well, so he recorded this with his daughters. It must be kids is what I'm well, going to Well, kids, yeah, they're, they're younger. So he was. He says he was in the studio. Chad Mad Galen says he was in the studio, and one of his daughters, he was just strumming this guitar part, and one of his daughters was in there drawing a picture and started singing over it and so he put her on the record and of course then the younger daughter like i want to be on the record too uh and here i'm quoting chad van galen he says so she babbled nonsense into this thing called a flux pad and uh he remixed her babbles uh for the solo part that's about two minutes into the song and then of course the song ultimately devolves into chaos at the end there he says this song is a song to my melancholy self it reminds me not to forget that i have such an amazing amount of love surrounding me life is impossibly strange but as luck would have it i have somehow managed to fall into a great and peaceful reality hmm. i think that all the time don't you I, beautiful well, yeah beautiful. life is amazing and somehow I've lucked into this. Chad Van Galen, his, his record is called Light Information, and it is already out now on Sub Pop. Uh, I have an album uh, with light in the title as well. Uh, this is, uh, and also beautiful. Uh, I got this email, and I get emails over the transom all the time. People send in stuff, and it's hard to respond to it all, but I try to listen to what I can. And um, this is a fellow who just wrote to me and said, uh, basically, I'm going to read, read basically the email he sent. He says, uh, your book and your work with all songs has been a constant companion to me throughout the three years I've been making my debut album called In Light. Uh, your work has taught me, nurtured me, and helped me hear more every day. And so from all the way across the pond, from a small village in the middle of England, it would be my greatest pleasure to send you a copy of my album. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know how much your creative energy has helped me produce something I have been trying to do all my life, a music of my own. And I put on the record, and it was just absolutely stunning. That's amazing. You let you we get so much music, right? And you just you you want it to be so good, yeah, right? When yeah. someone reaches out like Absolutely. that. So, so the the artist's name is M. R. Bennett, and uh, I'm going to play a song called "Sorry."
The search for finding music to put out into the world for me is trying to find that singular voice, that thing that only that person does and no one else does. And He has it. He's got that. Wow. I, I listen to that and I'm thinking, you mean this was just out there just waiting for someone to hear it? I mean, that's just amazing to yeah. me. The artist is uh, M. R. Bennett, M. Period, R. Period, M. Period, R. Period, Matthew Bennett. Uh, and uh, the... Um, Album is called In Light. The song's called Sorry. I have a new discovery for me as well, a band called Bliss. Uh, it's a group of guys from Atlanta, and they have a sound that is uh, completely different, the complete opposite <laughs> of what we just heard. It's sort of a 90s emo rock thing. It's aggressive music. It's aggressive rock, but very sensitive. They're senses. Their debut uh, album thematically is very ambitious. Uh, the lead singer in the band and songwriter Aaron Gossett, he sings a lot about God and religion and relationships. Also, about he sings about his marriage, <laughs> and he's a father himself, and uh, he has a song on the upcoming record uh, that is about his own father. It's called Old Man. The name of the record from Bliss is called No One Loves You, and the title itself of the record seems to speak to some of the things he's saying in this song called Old Man, uh, sung from the perspective of his own father. Let's just play it, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it when we come back.
So it goes right into the next song on the record, which is called uh, Lost Boy. But that song we just heard is called Old Man. Um, the track before Old Man is called Servant, and it was written from the perspective of uh, lead singer Aaron Gossett, his perspective of when he was a child. It's a lot quieter song. And then you get to Old Man, which is a lot louder, uh, more aggressive song. And um, Aaron Gossett says that it's a reflection of uh, how his father was physically abusive to him and, and his brother when they mm. were growing up. Um, this is a quote from Aaron Gossett. He says, uh, the song is, it's supposed to represent his anger. To put it really shortly, my, my dad used to beat us, uh, my brother and I, when we were younger while my mom was gone traveling because of her work. There were nights where he would have us up at four in the morning cleaning baseboards when we had Good to Lord. go to school in the morning while, while he just stayed up drinking. Oh. That's why the song is called, uh, the one before is called Servant, because that's how we felt. In this, this part, he goes on here, Aaron Gossett goes on to say, uh, his dad still lives in the house that we grew up in today, in today, but at this point, he lives there alone. My mom left him and remarried, and we all don't talk to him that much anymore. The house now is kind of a ghost town. Uh, and he says, remarkably, that the, that the band Bliss shot a video for one of their earlier songs. They went back to that house and shot a video there. And, uh, it must have been really powerful. Oh, for yeah. Him. He says, uh, again, another quote here from him. He says, While I was there, I saw my old bedroom and all the furniture was still there, even my old bedding and clothes. When my mom found out what uh, was going on, she packed our stuff pretty hastily and we left the same night and didn't come back. He hasn't touched anything in the house since. It's so so all the rooms still look the same. Really powerful, really powerful stuff. Yeah, very sad. Uh, and he pours it all into this record from Bliss called No One Loves You and that song which I love very much, Old Man. It's hard to make out the lyrics to it, but uh, when you know what it's about, it's hard not to be deeply affected by it. Bliss. And it's spelled B-L-I-S period. One S and a period. Hmm. Bliss. I'm going to play an Icelandic artist that uh, I didn't know before. His name is Hogni H. Uh, o with the umlauts, yeah. G and I. It's an album that uh, tells a story of two trains that carried the gravel and the rock to make the harbor at Reykjavik. So these two trains carried all of this stuff to the seaside and made a harbor out of it. And then they retired these two trains and they sit in different places in Reykjavik, and it inspired him to make a whole album about these wow. trains. And you'll hear in the music a representation of the sounds of these trains, not literal, but using uh, electronics and stuff. I'm going to play the song from the album called Two Trains by Hogni called Crash. Speeding with some sure seating, I revel in the feeling. Feel the torque of my insides in a dynamic body, my need of exceeding. I can do whatever.
Wow, I was not expecting that. It really came out of nowhere there. It's quite a journey. The whole record is like that. The album's called Two Trains by Hogni. Uh, he's an Icelandic artist. That song was called Crash. And yeah, it's very uh, cinematic, mm-hmm. uh, which I love that stuff in music. Sometimes there's a bit... I mean, obviously, there's you could just see the steel and engines and mm-hmm. 
just the industrial yeah. feel of, of what was happening there. Yeah, a, a little chug to it all. Yeah, uh, We have the best speakers in this studio, yeah. and we, we were listening to this, and there were little sounds hey, that Hey, Genelec, if you want to send uh, you know, a couple <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, I could use a pair. Um, there were little sounds that had me turning my head, spinning around, trying to, what was that? And then I realized, oh, it's something in the music, but it was so brilliantly mixed. Very cool. You know, I actually have something that will fit very perfectly with that whole tone and the sounds and everything, but let's take a short break and I'll play it when we get back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Red Bull Radio. Whether it's the latest dance hall out of Kingston, techno from Berlin, underground hip-hop, or old soul gems, Red Bull Radio is the place to tune in and discover great music that's new to you. With in-depth interviews and live performances from festivals around the globe, plus music hand-picked by influential artists, journalists, and DJs, you'll know what you were looking for when you hear it. Listen at RedBullRadio.com. Support also comes from Lyft, reminding listeners that they could be relaxing in a Lyft ride right now, with their eyes closed, listening to Beethoven or whale sounds, or a babbling brook, or something else relaxing. Lyft provides rides as relaxing as the buttery smooth voice of a public radio announcer, because riding is just a more relaxing way to drive. Lyft. It matters how you get there. Download and ride today. <laughs> the buttery smooth, the buttery smooth voice. Which which host are they thinking of when they? Yeah, no, say I don't know. Buttery, yeah. It's not me. <laughs> so uh, what I wanted to play out of out of uh, the the cut you just had was Charlotte Gainsbourg. Um, we got new music from her. She's a French singer and actress. She's the daughter of Serge Gainsbourg and Jane Birkin. Um, Serge Gainsbourg, her dad, was a very influential French pop artist um, back in the 60s and 70s. And his music and the themes in his music were very provocative. He wrote about uh, sex and drugs. He recorded this very controversial song in in the 1980s called Lemon Incest that he recorded with his daughter, Charlotte, uh, in 1984. She was around 13 years old. You're into this creepy stuff today. (laughs) I realize now a lot of the stuff I'm playing is very uh, very, uh, dark. Uh, but like her father, Charlotte Gainsbourg, she likes to cause a stir, I guess you could say. As an actress, she's made some profoundly disturbing movies. Uh, there's one called, uh, just the titles alone, there's one called Antichrist. There's another film she was in called Nymphomaniac. Her music is super moody, almost always has this dark undercurrent to it, even if she's singing about stuff that's otherwise pretty benign. You hear a little bit of, of that on this new song that she just released called Deadly Valentine. Deadly Valentine. It's from her upcoming album, Rest. Charlotte Gainsbourg, Deadly Valentine. Have a nice day. Deadly Valentine.
something very addictive about this song. Like uh, first time I heard, it, I was like, I like this, and then I kept listening. And the more I listened, the more I had to you listen get the to progression. It. Yeah, that it, the way it keeps walking. Yeah, yeah, it's a real earworm. Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg says, "This is a quote from her." She says, "This song mixes wedding vows with an offbeat tone. I wanted to express the idea of a lifetime engagement, a couple running to church from childhood to old age," and uh, she actually shows just that in a video that she did with Dev Hines for this song, Dev Hines' Blood Orange. It follows them from their childhood uh, to old age and death. It's a love song. I mean, it's basically a love song, but it's a love song that fixates on the fact that all stories end in death, even if it's a love song or a love story. It You're will just end, a it cheery little death. one today. <laughs> it's just Let's a fact see, we of got life. incest, we got yeah, uh, father yeah. abuse, and yeah, we have I, death. You know, music is challenging sometimes, and, uh, Bob. Yeah. It's challenging. I, she, this, this is the line that Charlotte Gainsbourg closes the song with. Damn, can't even remember my name. You are my thing. I'm my own shadow. You are my little hurricane. Pictures are gently left behind me. Somewhere a face that I can't find. You are my deadly valentine. There are no happy endings, Bob. There are no happy endings. There's only death. That's right. All stories. Was it? Jeez, uh, guys. <laughs> Was it Hemingway who said that? All stories that, if they last long enough, all stories end in death? Yeah, but it's the journey that's the fun part. Yeah, of course it is. I'm not saying it's not. Well, you're not saying anything about the journey. Well, the the journey's wonderful. The journey is all that matters. Anyway, rest. The Charlotte Gainsbourg record is out November 17th. Hi, Lars. Hi, Lars. Hi, guys. (laughs) Speaking of death. Death metal. metal. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, that was terrible. Okay. Is death Hi. metal really a thing, or do do real I mean, metal fans hate that term, death metal? Oh no, that's a real, okay. it's an actual, yeah, it's yeah, a real it's... version of music. Okay, I, res- I respect that then. Well, you coming must, up next, you must have something. It I is know. not death metal. That's right. This past weekend, I went to the uh, Maryland Renaissance Festival, which I haven't been to a Renaissance Festival since I was a little kid. I say, good lad. Cheers. And uh, I had a really great time. There was a lot of fried food that was eaten. It happened to be Shakespeare weekend, so I saw a, a, a short version of The Tempest, um, which was hilarious because a short version of The Tempest is like kind of impossible. Like If you don't already know the story, it wasn't going to make sense did to you. Did you eat a big smoked turkey leg? And I didn't, but I did have fried cheese. Mm. Yeah, nothing says medieval times like <laughs> fried cheese. But the thing I forgot that I loved about the about renaissance festivals in general is the music that happens there there's a lot of great celtic music over the weekend there's some beautiful harp and uh, flute music and so i kind of bring this artist sort of with that in mind but not anywhere near she wasn't she she was not there (laughs) oh forget you don't need to know that anyway what, what what does she play she plays the fiddle her name is laura Cannell. she's a fiddler uh based out of all over England, as far as I can tell, she she looks like a, a traveler. And uh, I've been following her for a little bit. Uh, a friend of mine, Sam, recommended me to her, and he's a huge lover of uh, early music, classical music, and also experimental music. And she does a little bit of both. Her, oh, cool. Her training is in uh, early and medieval music, but she wanted to... Not necessarily modernize it, but make the ancient present, if that makes sense. And so she does these gorgeous uh, improvised uh, fiddle drones, and she she likes to do them. She likes to record 
her albums in kind of unconventional spaces with a lot of natural echo and reverb. And so she has a new album coming out October 20th called Hunter Huntress Hawker. And she recorded it uh, live in single takes in the ruins of a church in the hamlet of Suffolk, England. And it is just absolutely gorgeous. The song I'm going to play for you is called Persuasion, and I think you'll just you'll fall in love immediately. Sounds perfect for me. I love that. The little, how she just, it kind of bends it all down just there at the end, how it kind of falls off. I like that too, because uh, she, apparently this church uh, uh, is on like a cliff 
that is like itself falling apart. <laughs> wow. So it all comes back to death. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> I'm going to die. You're going to die. Everybody's going to die. It's all right. fine. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, right. that was uh, Laura Cannell. Uh, her new album is called uh, Hunter, Huntress, Hawker, and she has three other albums before it that uh, mine a similar vein and are all equally beautiful. Thanks for that. I didn't know this artist, and I will now listen. Excellent. Sweet. That's great. Thanks, man. So I'm going to play a uh, song by an artist. Um, they're known as Lean Year. They're a duo. They're from Richmond, Virginia, which has a great music scene, and I just need to get there. Have you, you explored Richmond music scene much? One of my best friends lives there, so uh, every time I go visit her, we usually end up at a show. That's great. Yeah. Well, well you'll have to tell me some good places to go. Uh, Lucy Dacus is one of my favorites from down there, but there's so many. Uh, good artists that seem to be coming from Richmond. Linear is uh, Emily Rex and uh, and Rick Alverson. Rick Alverson was a, um, well, he's a musician for a while, gave it up to do video work. He's done videos for uh, Sharon Van Etten, has done videos for Angel Olsen, mm-hmm. Strand of Oaks. And he was in a, the reason why I know this band is because Rick Alverson used to be in a band called Spokane, uh, who made these, who basically were part, kind of part of this low-core movement in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. And so w- when I saw that name pop up, I was like, oh, I haven't heard from that guy in a really long time. I oh, wonder cool. what he's doing now. Well, this this record is, I want to call it ambient music, but it's vocal. I mean, it's songs, they're a duo, but there's such beautiful atmosphere to the record and to the song. I'm going to play a, a cut from uh, that album that comes out, the album's called, is self-titled, uh, and I'm going to play a song called Come and See. For those with little kids, just turn it off because there are a bunch of F-bombs, and uh, bye, everybody. Uh, for those... Uh, uh, interested in F-bombs. Interested <laughs> in F-bombs, thank you. No, it's a, it's a gorgeous song, and it, it's... I mean, it's a song that, lyrically, it opens up. There's a line that says, uh, coming up on noon, the old room feels like an ulcer, packing up the old room so soon wishing to be elsewhere and it's all about sort of throwing off the past it's really stunning so i'm gonna play lean year thanks for coming in lars thank you guys thanks mr hilton anytime bob sweet pnpr music it's all songs considered Good thoughts, so well, time seems like a 
Thanks for listening to this podcast. Discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.